Crypto curious, keep an open mind, enjoy the conversation, and stay cryptocurrent. Now, here's your host, Richard Carthon. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. Before we get started with today's show, I have another member of the Cryptocurrent family, Steve Miller, who's going to be telling you more ways that you can stay cryptocurrent. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. If you want more ways to engage with us outside of the show, come and join us over on Clubhouse the new app on iOS and coming soon to Android. On Clubhouse, we're bringing you brand new content every single week in a very fun and engaging way so that you can have conversations with us live. That's right, live. Talk to us, some great special guests, and you can join Richard and I every single week for a brand new conversation during our show, Let's Talk Crypto at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can find me at my handle, at Stephen Miller. That's Stephen with a V, Miller. And Richard, what's your handle? R Carthon, C-A-R-T-H-O-N. And starting next week, you can also find us by joining our group. That's right. Search us at CryptoCurrent on Clubhouse and you'll find our group. Join up because every single week, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, we'll have a brand new session for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of CryptoCurrent. Your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I got two special guests for you. We're going to be talking about uh, something that's very important right now within the, both the crypto space, blockchain space, and just within your life. And we're going to be talking about how you can be building momentum. So today we have Mike Berlin, who's the CEO of Decode and also a business analyst. Trevor, how are y'all doing today? Doing fine, thanks. How are you? Doing great, Richard. Looking forward to learning more about both of you, also learning more about Decode and also Mike, your book. But before we dive into all that, first, let's just do some intros. Mike, let's start with you. Can you give us some background on yourself? I started as a political pollster way back in the 80s for an audacious congressman who wanted to be mayor of New York, Ed Koch. And for the next 20 years, I pursued a career as a pollster trying to get people elected like Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Mike Bloomberg. And I realized that we could take lessons from political polling and from the campaign trail and apply it into the boardroom. And so I started working for corporations. Over that time, as data sets became more widely available, I expanded from just being a pollster to get into analytics and other types of artificial intelligence to build a new company called Decodem, where we decode data into momentum. Nice. That's awesome. How about yourself, Trevor? I'm a business analyst and data scientist for the Decode M team, as well as a crypto enthusiast. So I'm very thankful and glad to be here. Well, looking forward to diving deeper into Decode M and again, diving into building momentum. So Mike, how about you kick us off? Tell us more about this. Uh, You know, you're able to create a book and you really are topical on building momentum. So can you kind of speak to that for a moment? It all starts with one question. Are your best days ahead? or behind. And it's your yourself, it's your company, it's your business career, whatever it is, momentum starts by understanding our, if you've got momentum, if you're moving forward. I took that to a larger issue of how do you understand if a brand, a person, or an issue has momentum? Is it relevant in today's culture? And 
when I thought about it in my political career and even in my business career, momentum was always an emotion. We had it, we lost it, what have you. But when I thought back to high school science, momentum was physics. It was a study of things in motion. It was mass times velocity. And so I spent the last couple of years of my career building a new company called Decodem, where we actually quantified momentum in culture. Yeah. Let's stick there for a moment. So building momentum in culture, what are some of the, I think one of the hardest parts of any either entrepreneur or someone getting started in a new field, right? So a lot of our listeners are, are brand new to the crypto and blockchain space or, or even I've been in it for a long time. And we see the peaks and valleys of price movement in the space, right? And when right. the movement's there, when the bulls are running, like it feels really good. And there's a lot that can be done within that time. But like, not just in the crypto space, but in your life, like how do you see people being able to not only create the momentum, but sustain it? First of all, momentum requires continuous transformation. So uh, you always have to know where you are today and how you're going to transform to the next thing and so on and so forth. And what I realized, and you see in the book, there's five drivers of momentum that you have to understand. Disruption, innovation, polarization, sticky issues, and social impact. And you have to understand where you are on those five drivers. No matter what, you, whether it's a business situation, whether it's a cryptocurrency, or what have you, how are you pulling those drivers to get your velocity? And that's, to me, that's been the most interesting part of understanding momentum. I always thought momentum was about mass, but I realize now that momentum is about the velocity. And if you can get moving in the right direction, the mass will actually grow. For sure. And you brought up some points there that I want to spend some time on the, the drivers. So a lot of people, I believe, are busy. What's the typical you go to? Uh, someone says, oh, I've been busy, but you know, I'm doing well or X, Y, Z. And busyness, I don't necessarily think always equates to productivity and effectiveness and, and momentum creation, right? But drivers, I believe by having drivers, you can start to see momentum and things move in the right direction. Can you just spend some time expanding on that? Understanding the drivers helps you get momentum to achieve. For many people, it's business growth or achieve personal goals, but you have to understand where you are. In disruption, are you willing to turn things upside down and do something different to really disrupt the way you're doing it? In innovation, are you looking to make something incrementally better, but create FOMO so people want to be part of it? Polarization is a fancy word for targeting. Who do you want and who are you okay not having? And how are you going to align that conversation to, to understand that polarization? Stickiness is really about something that is memorable. And social impact is something that is better for society in general. What happens is people don't know where they are on any of the five, let alone choosing one that's going to propel them forward. The reason that Trevor and I wanted to come on the show is we've seen the momentum for crypto and, and we see it is a casebook study of momentum. Of It's disrupted, you know, it, it's used disruption to completely change the way that we think about monetary exchange, how things are valued, how money is kept. And so that disruption we feel is absolutely essential to the disruption and then having the trust that it works. For sure. And, and real quick, actually, Trevor, I'll, I'll turn over to you. As being a data analyst and, and crypto enthusiast, what was your first introduction to the crypto space? And then as you began to learn more about this and how do you see 
Decode M, building this momentum, how are you able to translate that into what you're currently seeing in the market? That's a great load of questions. I was first introduced to crypto back when Bitcoin was kind of bubbling around maybe $400 a coin, $500 a coin, something like that, a couple of years back. One of my cousins actually was super bullish on it back then. Of course, you know, it, it turned out to be a great thing to be bullish on. And so I became interested in that and fell off for a little bit. And then sort of as sort of a side interest of mine, I'd always been interested in 3D art. And so I'd followed a lot of 3D artists for a great amount of time, as well as musicians. And so, of course, seeing NFTs begin to come around in 2019 made me quite interested. And then, of course, in 2021, we have this massive eruption of NFTs on the market. Of course, Beeple and Christie's listing Beeple's 5,000 days, of course, a massive disruption if we're talking in Decode M terms, in terms of how people view art. In terms of how we, I guess, look at crypto and NFTs, for example, in terms of the five drivers, I think the interesting thing about crypto in general is that it kind of hits on all of the five drivers because it's so wide. In terms of disruption, it's changing how people view currencies, decentralizing, not having to rely upon government entities or a single person to create those currencies. Obviously, it's pretty clear in terms of how it's innovative. And it's quite polarizing. There are, of course, investors like BlackRock that think this might be the next big thing. There are investors like Warren Buffett who say that, no, I'm just going to stick to my US dollar and that'll be fine. And of course, it's memorable, right? I think it's hard to talk to anyone and not hear Bitcoin or NFT right now. And in terms of social impact, I think there's a lot of ways in which this could be perceived as social impact. It's giving money back to the people. It's allowing for retail investors to dip their fingers and toes into what investing really is. In the NFT space, it's bringing the power back to artists. And so when it came to momentum, we see that when we have a brand, a company, an idea that is hitting on all the five drivers, we are super bullish on it because we know that it has weight to it. It has both mass and velocity. For sure. Something you brought up that I just want to spend two more seconds on is the social impact. You know, I I call cryptocurrency the great equalizer of our generation. It's giving access to banking the unbanked, creating wealth generation that a lot of people otherwise wouldn't have access to, being able to truly give power to the people to own their own money and being able to transfer that money for, for different services. However, universally throughout the world without needing a third party, it's, it's, it's a really decentralized way to get things done. And there's even more in the books for what's to come. But with that momentum, right, we look back at, I like to look big, right? I, I talk in decades. So Bitcoin first came out, you know, was first made in 2008, really became like uh, published 2009. So from 2010, 2020, we saw a Bitcoin that was a couple of dollars all the way up to roughly $20,000, right? That is a ridiculous jump, right? Now, all things considered, we're at the beginning of 2021 with already a ton of momentum built in this space going into this next decade. And I think we are just at the beginning of what is going to be an amazing chain of events that is going to create the greatest amount of wealth to people who otherwise wouldn't have had it ever. What are some ways that you think people who are beginning to learn more about 
cryptocurrency blockchain can continue to use your principles to educate themselves and to inform others so that they can be prepared to be ready for this gigantic opportunity. Today's podcast is brought to you by Tantra Labs, where you can earn 12% in Bitcoin and Ethereum yearly. Tantra Labs is a team of researchers, engineers, and data scientists, economists, and optimists whose primary focus is in Bitcoin, which they believe will usher in a more prosperous future built on sound money. They offer real-time loan tracking, fast automated onboarding, 100% payment history, and multi-sig storage. And again, you will get 12% APY on the crypto that you loan. Tantra Labs is taking on international clients as well as clients in the U.S. except for the state of New York. For more information, please go to tantralabs.io. Again, that's tantralabs.io. Cryptocurrent is proud to announce a media partnership with Miami Crypto Expo. It is on April 21st, 23rd at the Intercontinental Downtown in Miami. This is an in-person event where there will be multiple types of activities from an NFT gallery to multiple workshops where you can go and learn hands-on information as well as keynote speakers. And it wouldn't be Miami without having a few parties as well. For more information, please go to expcrypto.io. Again, that's expcrypto.io. And make sure when you get your ticket to type the word cryptocurrent for a nice discount. First thing is to realize that it does have great velocity right now. All of cryptocurrencies are moving. We wrote a column on NFTs and, and, and you could just see it's almost a 45 degree angle straight up with momentum. The challenge is, is what's going to be the transformation? And that's what we're really seeing that is actually sort of blowing us away. So the transformation is when it goes from a theoretical and a small group and, and it's like insider to now it's currency that you can use it. You can use cryptocurrencies to get your Dallas Maverick uh, tickets. Yep. Like, so when it starts to go mainstream, that's the transformation. Small group transformation accepted by select groups third transformation completely as acceptable as any sort of regular currency play. Another thing that's interesting to us is it's generational. So over time, as younger generations are more comfortable with it and accept it, it just becomes the norm rather than exception. Right now, and I think Trevor can expand on this, it's still been with those in the know versus those not in the know. So what happens when that gets equalized? Right. And really quick, I want to stay on that for a second. On your, on your website, Decode M, it says everything is knowable. And I think this is a great place to just talk a little bit more about like your company and, and what y'all are doing. Like if, if I'm a company and I, I learn about Decode M, how would I be able to engage with you and, and learn how I can build this momentum for myself and my company? First of all, if you have a company and you've lost your momentum, how do you get it back? You have momentum, how do you grow it further? And data now is available in so many different forms that can help you grow. So as when I was a pollster, you asked a question, you got an answer, we wrote a report, we handed it to you. Now we have behavioral data. We don't have to ask you what you did. We can see what you did and we can see where you came from so we can market better to you. We have all sorts of conversation and this is really where crypto comes in. We have all sorts of conversation analytics to understand what is the volume of the conversation, what is the sentiment of the conversation. And that turns into our M factor 
to understand what the momentum of that conversation is. So whether you're trying to grow your base, target your customers, enhance your business, that's where we come in. Nobody comes to us when they think things are flying high. It's when you have that pit in your stomach that you know something's going wrong, but you can't figure out what it is. We use all of our data sets available, even your customer data set, to diagnose the problem and to understand how we can use the five drivers to get your brand into growth mode. Where I think that's very usable, and I'll, I'll, I'll pass this over to Trevor, is there are a lot of uh, cryptos out there right now that are being formed and are having these ICOs and are coming to pass where they're, they're just initially hitting the market and they're, they're trying to build for the future. They're trying to build for the next decade to be one of those steady cryptos that everyone uses, right? That, that becomes part of that mass adoption. So even if they feel like they have some momentum going, but they're like, mm, we're kind of stuck. We just built all this momentum to launch this thing. Now we've launched it. Now we don't really know what to do with it. And we, now we need to build this community. What are some ways that people can use the drivers to try to get that initial momentum going with growing their audience? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I think we live in a time right now, sort of categorized by various different bubbles. There was GME a couple of months back. We're seeing NFTs being popular now. I think sort of Mike and my suggestion isn't to say exactly come to Decode M and have us do a plethora of data analysis to tell you whether or not your next alternative crypto or blockchain idea is the next big thing. Certainly, we'd be more than happy to work with you. I think what the most important thing is to take the concept of the five drivers and maybe you know pick out one of them and apply that to your business. If you are, for example, trying to like Hashgraph, uh, Hedera Hashgraph is a great example, reducing the, shifting the way that we think blockchain should be used and instead relying upon a, a different measurement and method in terms of passing data upon individuals that isn't as computer intensive. You know, that is a great example of a company that has social impact in terms of uh, reduced sustainability and environmental cost, as well as disruption. It's causing people to think about blockchain differently. So I, I would say take the idea of five drivers and maybe pick one and apply that to your business and see if it sticks. And identify the market of who it's for, who it's not for through polarization, and then drive that throughout the adoption and the marketing of the crypto. And that's because what we're seeing now is there's going to be an abundance, right? We're starting to see the emergence of several different brands are emerging. They're not all going to make it. Right. And so how does that shakeout happen? And we know how ugly that is, right? So we, we know we, we've seen when bubbles burst. And so the question is, in the next transformation, who survives? In the next transformation, who survives? That's really what my company specializes in is we can help you increase the probability that you're going to make it because we're going to teach you how to get momentum and make the transformations when you have to. Nothing stays the same. That's the right. most important thing in momentum. It's, it's, it's con you know, if you get to stagnation, you, you're gone. So right. you're always going to be moving. Momentum doesn't have a moral compass and always going the right way. You've got to lean into it and always make it work for you. For sure. Something I want to bring up on that is, you know, right now there are over 8,000 cryptocurrencies out there. Now, again, all cryptocurrencies aren't meant to be a currency. A lot of them are startups that are under the umbrella of cryptocurrency and blockchain projects. And if you think about all startups, which a lot of the, most of these companies are, 90% of all startups fail. So right. um, again, that 10%, though, that makes it, man, 
it's going to be really, really great. But how do you pick the winners? And, you know, that's a question that gets brought up to me all the time is like, there's a ton of knowledge out there. And it, sometimes it feels like drinking through a fire hose to try to like get all this information at once. So I'll pose this question to both of you. And again, going back to the statement on your website, if everything is knowable, sometimes knowledge can feel overwhelming. So how would a person who is trying to educate themselves in this space create the momentum to get started and to, to build that so they can become really more knowledgeable and empower themselves to take action? Well, I'll give the quick answer. I'll let Trevor do the long answer. The first answer is call us with your idea and we'll help you understand how to prioritize and where that white space opportunity is and what the viability is at scale. That's the easy answer is there is a lot of data, but you have to have the tools to digest it and to understand what are the key data points that are going to make your market or if you miss are ultimately going to fail. But I think with crypto, it's more nuanced. So I'll let Trevor go a little deeper. I mean, Richard, as you, as you said, there's thousands of blockchain and crypto type companies that are coming to market right now, or at least coming to a seedling. If we take it from the business perspective, as a business, you are not going to maintain a base. You're not going to maintain your mass unless you resonate with a certain group of people. But from a personal standpoint, whether it be investing in crypto or becoming interested, I'm just like, from my personal view, find a group of people, find a group of friends that are interested in crypto that might be able to help you understand crypto as well. Like that's how I got into it. I got into NFTs and NFTs were sort of the most interesting, easy to grasp thing because I was into digital art and I already followed these digital artists for a long time. And so it made sense that there was a new way to sort of be purchasing and maintaining ownership of these digital products. So find the what's amazing about crypto is it's this vast ocean of knowledge and possibility. And so what I would say is with that, of course, it's kind of hard to find the school of fish that you like, but you know, pick something that you understand already without crypto. And I can guarantee you that there's already a company that is using blockchain technology to try and change the way people think about that industry. And find a group of friends, find a, a Reddit subboard, find a forum, whatever. I think it's really about creating that personal attachment that will make you take the leap in understanding and wanting to understand the crypto space. And yet there's, Trevor talks about a sea of knowledge. And I'll say there's a sea of lack of knowledge. It's so wide open. We wrote a column on NFTs and three quarters of our audience didn't know what an NFT was, but right. they read it and they clicked on all of our links. First time ever, because they loved the topic. There is a voracious appetite to learn more and highly fractionalized doesn't help, but there will be a shakeout. So it, it doesn't, we're in very early stages. No doubt. Real quick for everyone listening, as you already know, every Wednesday night, we do have a clubhouse where we are able to answer specific questions that you have, a great way to come directly to us so we can answer some of these deep questions that you may have, but also to have that community as well. So just wanted to bring that up. But, but gentlemen, I have two more good questions for you. That's one is going to be particularly fun. I'll start with, with Mike. If you could go back and tell yourself, back when you were a pollster, back when you were first getting started, if you could give yourself like one or two great core pieces of advice about building momentum, what would you tell yourself? 
the most important thing I would tell myself is it only gets better. When you're starting your career and you're starting your life, momentum seems like it will never take place. But if you just keep pushing it and keep those transformations, momentum takes off. So a little bit of patience when I was starting would have helped me. I was highly impatient at times that I should have just let it ride. For sure. I think that's great advice. Trevor, a little bit of of a different question. If you could go back with all of the knowledge that you have now about cryptocurrency and tell yourself when you first got started, what would advice would you give yourself? Clearly, I would say buy a bunch of Bitcoin. Yeah, I wish I would have bought more. (laughs) That's definitely what I would say. That's a great question. I think it was something that I became interested in very quickly and then fell out of. I know that there is massive interest in cryptocurrencies, but crypto isn't just cryptocurrencies. And so I would say, take a step back and think about what is helping to build something like a Bitcoin or Ethereum or whatever, and begin to understand sort of the mechanisms behind it instead of just getting to understand the market discrepancies and differences every couple of minutes. For sure. I think that's a really great thought. And gentlemen, as we wrap up, you know, you, you left us all with a ton of great things to consider to move forward with and, and ac- action items. But, but before we wrap up, what is a final thought that you want to leave with both of us? And Trevor, I'm going to let you start. And then Mike, I'm going to let you bring us home. Stay inspired because that is going to both continue to make you energetic and also sort of give yourself momentum as you continue to be interested in this growing space. My advice might be a little counterintuitive. The key to momentum is to transform before you have to. And one of the key things in the book is as you're riding up and you're you're reaching the top and getting to the apex, transform to something else before you get to the top. Because once you get to the top and start sliding down, with crypto is to understand where the moment, where, where the next moment is and get to that one first. So you've got to get in the game. You've got to be part of it. The pool is going to expand exponentially very soon. Go to 2.0, 3.0, 4.0 as fast as you can. Don't get caught up in your success now. Success is very fleeting. Momentum requires transformation. Great final thought. Nothing to add to that. Again, gentlemen, thank y'all both for joining. What are some ways that people can learn more about one, your book, two, a Decode M, and other ways that people can connect with both you and your business? The pandemic has wiped out all the local bookstores, which I don't think is a good thing. So, the, But I do love the place that you can buy my book, which is on amazon.com, and they have plenty of them. So that's the best way. The book is called Maximum Momentum. And our company website is decode-m.com, D-E-C-O-D-E-M.com. And there you can sign up to our up and down newsletter, which is every week we go through what has momentum, what's up, what's losing momentum, what's going down. And I can tell you, people are making money off our up and down because it, it really does show what's in the future. Well, again, gentlemen, thank you both so much again for, for being on the show. There's a lot of great takeaways And of course, for everyone listening, stay Cryptocurrent. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey, and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from A. Bryant 41. 
You can tell that Richard has a passion for connecting the unknown to the listener. He makes crypto a lot easier to comprehend. It's one thing to know what crypto is, but to understand is what the podcast has helped me to do. Love it. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cryptocurrent with Richard Carthon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay cryptocurrent.